A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. Hello, Four Center fans. I am Joseph Scrimshaw here to introduce a fun bonus Four Center episode. This is something that we're putting out that's kind of uh, different from what we normally put out, but we're just putting it out there for sheer fun and sheer 
love of Star Wars. This is a comedy Star Wars quiz that I hosted last summer at the convention I go to every year. It's called Convergence. It features three awesome, funny, hilarious guests that you will hear all about. If you listen to our recent Force Center Celebration special that we recorded live during Star Wars Celebration, you'll hear at the end there's a fun little Star Wars quiz that we do for about uh, 15 minutes that I, I ran with uh, Ken Napsok and Darina Ariano. This is the full hour version of that kind of fun that, again, I, I hosted last summer at Convergence. So, by all means, sit back, relax, and enjoy an absolutely absurd Star Wars quiz right here on Force Center. Hello! Hello! Thank you very much for coming and for applauding. Hello and welcome to May the Blank Be With You, a Star Wars comedy quiz. There will be spoilers in this about the Star Wars. So if you're like, I've never seen a Star War, you might not want to stay. But... This is going to be fun like Star Wars. I love Star Wars because I think it contains deep thematic issues and ideas that are truths about humanity, but it is also a bunch of cranky space wizards cutting each other's limbs off, and that's just fun. <laughs> We're going to embrace the space wizard limb cutting off fun of Star Wars in this comedy quiz. I have several wonderful contestants. First, from Fantasy Flight Games, he is also the announcer of First Wrestling and the Minnesota Roller Girls, and the first person to correct me on the pronunciation of the planet Coruscant, it's Jeremy Stomberg. Hello. Hello. You're all delightful. Also from Fantasy Flight Games, a great comedian, performer, who has not yet corrected me on the pronunciation of a Star Wars word, but the day is young, Molly Glover. Finally, he's a writer of novels, comics, television, and he might correct me on the pronunciation of the word schedule because he's British. It's Paul Cornell. Schedule. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I believe that is also a planet in Star Wars. The sixth moon of schedule. Yes. Uh, I want to go down the line and just briefly tell me your general history of, of Star Wars or your level of, of obsession. Again, I know that could be the entire podcast. So, briefly. Uh, I was born in the mid-70s, so therefore, I love Star Wars. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I once uh, took a first date to Washington, D.C. to the Smithsonian Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars exhibit, and uh, I married someone else then. So. <laughs> you took a first date to Washington, D.C.? Yeah, Heidi. Oh. Yeah, makes sense. Wow. <laughs> All right, it's getting personal, uh, so I'll need the names of people you went on dates with but didn't marry, as well as your level of Star Wars interest. Paul, what's your kind of history and level of interest in Star Wars? I'm vaguely aware of it. Um, <laughs> in, in that... Um, I have a level of fandom where my wife is an enormous Star Wars fan. Rather like Columbo, it's his wife who's a fan of anything. So, <laughs> so obviously one of you is a murderer, and I'll find out which. <laughs> but, um, but no, I, um, I, I'm of a fanishness to the extent of I go to see them, but I can't quite get the names of the movies straight with each other in my head. So you might as well have asked my mum onto this. <laughs> <laughs> because it'll be, oh, it's that one with that man who did that thing. <laughs> um, and my mum has dementia, so you'd be doing better with her. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let you make mum with dementia jokes, but I am not going to make any myself. 
I'm going to make that choice. Uh, I do appreciate you're a great writer, and whenever a new Star Wars movie comes out, you have very thoughtful, insightful, and interesting things to say about it. So even though you might not be able to remember the person who delivered this good idea, you really remember what the good idea is, and I appreciate that. Molly, how about you? Um, well, my daily job involves making games for Star Wars. I actually have a call with LFL tomorrow. <laughs> And I really like Star Wars a lot. I, uh, I watched it a lot as a kid, and my cousins used to not let me pretend to be Luke because girls didn't get to hold lightsabers. So when Ray held that lightsaber, I cried every time. <laughs> and and uh, Joseph, I'm sorry. Every time we record at Convergence, we record on a Sunday, and my voice is shot by the time we get here. So I apologize. I usually sound slightly less like a whiskey smoker. <laughs> I want to smoke whiskey. Exactly. Yes. Uh, that sounds really rough on the throat. Amazing. All right. So now uh, that the audience has gotten a chance to meet our competitors, I can reveal one of the things that is very special about this quiz. Now we want the stakes to be high. So you contestants, you are not just competing for yourself to win. You you are going to be partnered with an audience avatar. Oh you are going God. to be competing on their behalf. So someone will be partnered with you, Jeremy, with you, Paul, and with you, Molly. And here is what you are going to win if you win on behalf of this audience member. The audience member will select a topic that they would like to hear you speak about for 60 seconds solid. <laughs> if you win, you will get the honor of doing that. Does that make sense? In a, in a roundabout way. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> it's easier to do than to describe. So, with that in mind, uh, you don't have to do any participation. You just have to be there to root for your uh, competitor, and you have to give me a topic that you'd like to hear them rant about. So, with that in mind, do I have a volunteer? Uh, all right, what's your name? Eric. Eric. All right. Eric, please choose your champion. Who would you like among these three? Molly. Ooh. Molly. That was fast. <laughs> And Eric, what topic would you like to hear Molly rant about for a minute, should she Jar -jar win? Jar Jar Binks. Oh. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> All right. Are and there rules I... about repetition or anything? Is this like stop talking? Yeah, you, yeah, no, you can't just say mean swear words for a minute straight. Uh, I see a, a, what, I don't, a teacup in the back uh, and an Agent Carter hat? Is that? Oh, excellent. Uh, so what is your real name, Carmen? Layla. Layla. Uh, and who would you like to choose as your champion? <laughs> you, you do know Jeremy is still available <laughs> And Layla, what topic would you like to hear the Brit rant about? <laughs> uh, uh, about being a Brit? Yes. Uh, can you make it more Star Wars oriented? <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay. Uh... Being mocked for Star Wars ignorance? <laughs> okay. That is going to change the stakes yeah. of the game. All right. And do I have a final volunteer? Uh, uh, all right. Uh, you, yes, in the white and black shirt? Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> I was going to offer. What's your name? Kinley. Kinley? Kinley. Kinley. Got it. And what topic would you like? All right. A wide range. All right. So let us review of competing. Uh, Jeremy, you will be competing on behalf of Kinley to talk about Darth Vader. Molly, you will be competing for Eric to talk about the topic Jar Jar Binks. And Paul, you will be competing for Layla to talk about the topic of being mocked for Star Wars ignorance (laughs) and Britishness. Well, that, that's going to be kind of the whole panel for me, I suspect. <laughs> all right, with all that in mind, we begin with round one. Round one is mostly normal questions with some bonus questions. Please, if you feel you know the answer, buzz in by making a Star Wars noise with your mouth. <laughs> oh, boy. Are you ready, competitors? I'm ready. Excellent. Here is your first question in round one. In The Last Jedi, Leia tells Poe to get his head out of what? Hello there. (laughs) (laughs) I accept that as a Star Wars noise. Uh, His cockpit. That is correct. (laughs) Jeremy gets ten points. Uh, There is a bonus question that either of you can jump in if you'd like to buzz with a Star Wars noise. The bonus question is, what would Leia tell you personally to get your head out of? Taki Station. <laughs> I, I barely accept that as a Star Wars noise, but okay. Uh, she would tell me to get my head out of my drink. 
Oh, yeah. excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah. Nice, that's very practical information from yeah. Leia. All right, uh, Molly has 10 <laughs> points as well. We'll move on to our next question. In the movie Solo, colon, a Star Wars story, which two characters are seen taking a shower together? <laughs> It's a lightsaber. Okay. Uh, what is the answer? Uh, the answer is Han and Chewie. That is correct. Molly gets 10 points. And now a bonus question. Uh, Paul, you can jump in on this if you'd like uh, to have points. Uh, the bonus question is, if you had to take a shower with a non-humanoid character from Star Wars, who would it be and why? <laughs> I, I, think, uh, I think Paul made the very distinctive Star Wars noise beep first. <laughs> All right. All right. It was an attempt to pew. It just came out. <laughs> Attempted pew, the Paul Cornell story. <laughs> All right. Uh, Paul, which, uh, which uh, star- non-humanoid Star Wars character would you take a shower with? A Jawa. A Jawa? Oh. Why? Well, I think those robes need cleaning. And, <laughs> and, and you'd get to find out what's underneath. <laughs> Paul gets 100 points for showering with the Jawa. Wait a second. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little Jawa curious. <laughs> Down to 50 points. <laughs> Next question. What is the name of the mind-reading creature kept by... So- okay, fast-breathing Darth Vader over here. Uh, the Borgullet. Yes, that is correct. Uh, bonus question yes. for you. Say Borgullet exactly as the character Saw Gerrera says it. Borgullet! <laughs> Jeremy gets 100 points. <laughs> In The Phantom Menace, how does Jar Jar greet the room full of astromech droids? Oh. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> Paul, with another pew sound. No, that, that bing was the sound um, of C-3PO hitting the trash compactor. Oh, excellent. And um, does he go, hiya? <laughs> that is very close. Does anyone else have a guess? Uh, no. S-foils. <laughs> Jar Jar does not say S-foils. No, I thought I had to buzz in. Uh, <laughs> Misa, take the droids. <laughs> that, is, that is incorrect. The correct answer is, hello, boyos. Uh. In the Clone Wars animated series, what character introduced another character as a collection of half-truths and hyperbole? Uh, what character was being described that way? Mm-hmm. Confused lightsaber noise. Uh, uh, Darth Maul or just Maul? Mm-mm. Incorrect. Jeremy? Oh, oh, that consternated face. Uh, Anakin, we'll say Anakin. Uh, is that your noise and yes, your and answer? My, that is my noise and my answer. Uh, th- okay, that is incorrect. Uh, it, he, this character that was being described was Obi-Wan Kenobi, a collection of half-truths and hyperbole. And, uh, now, I'll, I'll let you all uh, have a, a shot at the bonus. Oh, you'll let us all have a shot at the bonus. Oh, nice. I will, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you were being described in a rude way, like that description of Obi-Wan Kenobi, how would you be described? Beep, boop, beep. Molly? Uh, a two sexist jo- goats in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, two sexist goats in a trench coat. <laughs> That's a very good answer. Would anyone else like to describe themselves in a negative way? <laughs> Chewy. Uh, 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 Mostly annoying, but generally good. Mm. Aww. 
That was, I don't know if I'm going to give you points. That was pretty kind to yourself. I know. Yeah, that was really <laughs> Somebody's got to be. I was the last pick. It's like uh, self aggrandizing. Uh, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Paul gets 100 points just for the buzz in noise. Oh. <laughs> More machine now than man, twisted and evil. <laughs> All right, 10 points all around for the actual question being answered. All right, next question. Which Star Wars character has a costume from Doctor Who in from which oh, serial oh, is oh, the costume? Oh, oh, um... The costume is from um, the 10th planet, and it was a space suit in the 10th planet on a human astronaut, which is now the suit of Bosk. That oh! is correct! <laughs> I can't even be mad about that. that 500 <laughs> points just for, for Paul I be mad about that. Just for a moment, I was going to have to be like my mum and say, that man with the reptile head. <laughs> that man with the reptile head. I took a shower with him once. <laughs> Did you see what was underneath? <laughs> <laughs> Only more mysteries. <laughs> Which Star Wars character do I personally feel has the name that most sounds like a strain of weed? Jeremy is running through every Star Wars character right now because he can. <laughs> Very excited, Chewie. Uh, that was more of a Wilhelm scream, but it was okay. terrible. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say uh, uh, Duchess Satine. Oh, that's pretty yeah, good. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Molly. Uh, uh, firm scissor punch. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good guess. Uh, Paul, would you like to weigh in on this one? Newt Ray Gun? Newt Gun Gun? Gun Ray. Newt Gun Ray. Yes. Gun Ray. Batman. Yes. But his name should have just been Newt Ray Gun. <laughs> it would have been more answered. Uh, I, your answers are all uh, great, uh, but my personal selection is Baze Malbus. <laughs> but I will give you all ten points all right. for that. That was great. Uh, here is our final question in the first round. If a Star Wars movie is released and no one posts an opinion about it on social media, was it released at all? <laughs> Jeremy. Uh, trick question. It was 1977 and there wasn't any social media, but everybody was still had opinions. Fascinating. Uh, does anybody else want to weigh in on this? <laughs> Molly? Uh, yes, it still exists because I've already had to commission art for it. <laughs> <laughs> the professional answer. Yes. Paul, do you have an answer to this essay question? It, it exists, but only in a forest. <laughs> 100 points all around. Please applaud while I do math. <laughs> All right, good. That's good. That's enough math applause. All right. Here's where we're at in round one. Jeremy, possibly to rant about Darth Vader, has 240 points. Mm. Molly, to possibly rant about Jar Jar Binks, has 140 points. And Paul, to rant about being mocked for Star Wars ignorance and being British, has 750 points. <laughs> Wait a second. Round two! 
round two. two. Okay. In round two, I am going to give you the title of a Star Wars spinoff, and you tell me the plot and setup of this Star Wars sitcom. It's a sitcom in particular, okay. I should say. So this right. is a Star Wars right. sitcom. Who would like to go first? Do I have a volunteer? I'll go first. Okay. This is the title of your Star Wars sitcom spinoff. I love Lobot. <laughs> So Lobot has decided he needs to settle down, but which one will he choose? A, like a, just a selection of beings from across the galaxy are being presented bachelor style. Now Lobot, it's it's very much like a, a rock of love situation because who really knows what Lobot wants? Not even Lobot. <laughs> but the producers know, and they have chosen beings from the outer rim who represent rogues. Villains, scoundrels, and heroes. Lobot will choose one of them and give them the final glitter stim. <laughs> that, that was a great pitch because it was bullshit but didn't sound like it. Yeah. Which is exactly Thank what a you. pitch should be. That was amazing. Uh, Molly gets 100 points for sure. All right. Uh, who would like to go next? Jeremy, Paul? Okay. Paul? All right, uh, here you go. Yours uh, Star Wars sitcom is called Parks and Amputation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Darth Vader, between um, A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back, his uh, Imperial uh, uh, TIE fighter, boss kind of fighter level fighter, (laughs) spins off into nothingness and lands on a lovely, gentrified world entirely populated by people with Coruscant accents. And uh, he needs... Needs to fit in because he's still got his working class um, non-English accent. Um, so he tries to become um, a, a local administrator in the area of parks and recreations. Um, so he works his way slowly to the top, only every now and then breaking down and lopping off limbs with his lightsaber and going... I'm sorry, I did not mean to do that. And they, well, that was tiresome, but all right. We'll do what we can with what's left. I've, I've got one arm left. I can sure I can manage. <laughs> he's got a little lieutenant who goes, do you think that's wise, sir? <laughs> what do you mean, wise? But he gradually starts to find even love because, um, as played by Jennifer Saunders... And they, <laughs> She's in charge of the local cake shop, and he likes a cake. So every now and then he goes in and buys a muffin. And okay, this is, you don't even have to tell me like the whole first season arc. But... Paul, have you never been to L.A.? <laughs> uh, Paul, I'm going to give you 100 points for the general presentation and then an extra 100 points for the catchphrase, we'll do what we can with what we have left. <laughs> It could be Darth's catchphrase, couldn't it? <laughs> it's really good. Uh, Jeremy, here is the title of your Star Wars sitcom spinoff, How I Never Met My Mother. <laughs> well, of course, this was... <laughs> so this is uh, kind of a Rashomon, kind of told from multiple viewpoints. You're never quite sure uh, what Anakin is... is what, what, which one of Anakin's little adventures is true and which of these uh, women that he's trying to meet are actually his mother. Now, he never, of course, meets the mother until the what? final... Or the, wait, what? what? Anakin! Yeah, Anakin... Well, sh- <laughs> <laughs> this is... That's how I left my mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Jeremy, I'm sorry. you don't seem to know much about Star Wars. That's true. <laughs> Are you British? <laughs> no, but I'll rant about it later. <laughs> All right, let's start this over. So. <laughs> Oh, God, no, it's all terrible now. I've just screwed everything up, and I'm going to get zero points, and I'm going to lose to Paul even worse, even if this game wasn't rigged in his favor. You had a great pitch. I, I like did, this Rashomon that's looking for it. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like Rashomon, <laughs> only we actually see both Luke and Leia from two different perspectives, of course. They grow up on two different planets, mm -hmm. and you're never quite sure which of these uh, stories that they are told about their parentage is true. Luke is told a little bit about his uh, about his father, about you know he's just uh, this this uh, malcontent. He's this guy. He's a he was a pilot. He's no good. And uh, Leia is only told uh, you know he's, he she only remembers words and image you know uh, thoughts and images and uh, she remembers kindness. Blah 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 blah. And then there's something about where they say General Kenobi and everybody salutes General Kenobi. And uh, <laughs> and at the end for some reason there each of uh, the members of Figure and Dan and the Modal Nodes show up with a blue instrument for no reason whatsoever after eight goddamn years. <laughs> 100 points to Jeremy as well. Thank you. I'll be pitching that to CBS this week. <laughs> All right, so that is the end of round two. We will check in on our points. Jeremy now has 340 points. Molly now has 240 points. Paul has 950 points. Paul is the one to beat at this point in the game. <laughs> We are going to move on to round three, and that is Star Wars characters running for office. Several Star Wars characters are going to get a political office. They want a political office. I'm going to ask you each to portray a character and give a brief speech on why you deserve to be elected to political office. Now, you can choose your own Star Wars character that you would like to oh. pre uh, represent, or I can assign one to you. Your choice, totally. Jeremy, do you have a sense of whether or not you would like to pick your own character, or if I'd, you'd like me to assign one? I'd like to roll the dice. I'd like you to pick a character for me, please. Okay. Jeremy, you will be running for political office is Seal Bibble. <laughs> uh, Molly, do you have a sense of who you would like to be? I would love to be Kira, please. Absolutely. Uh, right. Paul, do you have a sense of who you would like to be? Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a range. Now, Jeremy, uh, you just went uh, through your pitch, but are you willing to begin? Yeah, why not? Okay, here, uh, I'm going to ask you, audience, do you want a brief refresher on who the hell C.O. Bibble is before he begins, or do you want to figure it out based on what he says? Okay, C.O. Bibble is the character in The Phantom Menace who is uh, an a, a administrator on Naboo who becomes very concerned that there's going to be a communications disruption. It can mean only one thing, invasion. Thanks he explains a lot of things. Of well, now they'll get the joke. <laughs> All right, go ahead and do your best CO Bibble, beloved Star Wars character running for office. Beloved members of the Naboo delegation, I was the only member of the Naboo government to have uh, survived and been witnessed and been seen in all three prequels. <laughs> it's the consistency in government that we need at this time. Now, communications... Disruption can mean only one thing. What, it, what can it mean? Invasion. Invasion. That's right. <laughs> We've done, over the course of the past 10 years, we have gone through three, three queens. We've gone through 
two clean protector type people. <laughs> but the only person who has been consistent, who has been here for you, the people of Naboo and your infinite waterfalls, is me, Sia <laughs> Bibble. And I approve this message. <laughs> Excellent, excellent fear-mongering from C.O. Bevel. Which is exactly how you get elected, sadly. 500 points. C.O. Oh! Bevel, fear-mongering. Uh, Paul, are you ready to give your political presentation? Is Grand Moff Tarkin. Yes. Now, let's be sensible. <laughs> what we need is sensible policies for a sensible galaxy. Now, I may be supported by an ancient wizard with a primitive weapon, but he's doing the best he can with what he's got. <laughs> um, I feel that there are numerous opportunities to move forward together as one united galaxy. We can all... If we try our hardest, have a pair of carpet slippers like mine. <laughs> um, I, I, find, I find these rebels and their tendencies a little infradig, a, a little not quite the thing, if you, if you know what I mean. They're not like us. They're rough. They, 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 they spout strange haircuts. They talk in accents which are a mongrel at best. <laughs> now, why can't everybody speak sensibly like us? <laughs> I, I spent a long time in the Imperial Navy under the control of the Jedi Knights, where the Jedi Knights would go, yes, let us all go together under the command of just, just, one, just one wizard in a strange sort of smock. And, and he hadn't washed that smock for quite a long time, often. And here we are, we all show up, we all show up ready to be commanded, we, we've shined our boots, and there he is, looking like a scarecrow. And saying, yes, we should all attack this planet behind me. And I looked at my fellow officers and we went, well, no, we're just not having that anymore. <laughs> we, all got, we all got together one day when the Jedi was asleep. We had a cup of tea and a muffin. We talked about it. And I, actually, I know this lovely muffin place on a planet where dark, but anyway. <laughs> and we said to each other, do we really want to do this? And in the end, you see, we pulled together and we triumphed. Sensible policies for a sensible galaxy. <laughs> I commend it unto you. And I say to you, nothing can match the power of this battle station and that one tiny letterbox-sized problem that we have. Um, I've got it down on a form to be fixed by Mr. Jones, who does the plumbing. In, and he said he'll get to it in about three weeks' time, so everything's going to be lovely. <laughs> Is this how Brexit happens? <laughs> I'm beginning to understand. Uh, I was going to give uh, Paul 500 points, but I'm going to take 100 of those and give them to Jeremy for the... <laughs> Excellent joke, but Paul gets 400. Uh, man, in particular, that was also fear-mongering and hateful, which is great. But then they're always spouting those weird haircuts. I love that turn of phrase. <laughs> spouting my haircut. <laughs> All right, Molly, you are going yes. to portray Kira. I'm curious, uh, by applause, how many people have seen Solo and know the character Kira? By applause. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Hello, everyone. You all know me. I started from nothing. 
A simple street route on the streets of Coruscant. And here I am in front of you, ready to take over the Crimson Dawn. Now, you are all here as part of the Crimson Dawn, probably wondering, what just happened? Whatever happened to Dryden Boss? He seemed like he was in charge and really, really handling it. That's all over now, and I am your leader for life. <laughs> Welcome to the ship, and I'm glad that you like it. We have many things on all sorts of levels. We can't call them champagne because that's a thing from Earth. Don't worry about it. But we have delicious beverages for you and all sorts of very glossy people that exist in a glossy atmosphere. What does a street rat who worked for uh, Lady Midnight have anything to do with taking office? The answer is... Guile, cunning, and a disregard for the attachments of my past. <laughs> I just want you to know that I, at 5'2", will rule this ship with an iron fist. I did not survive my orphan childhood to rise the ranks, get this tattoo, and come all the way up to get these glor glorious clothes to not take this ship to the ultimate limits. You may have heard some things about my boss. Don't worry about him. It's going to be fine. I have a plan. Please cast your vote now. Put on your masks and we will all throw our stones at the one we've chosen to be the sacrifice. Thank you. Crimson Dawn forever! This was so instructive. Not only was it fun impressions of Star Wars characters, we had a direct escalation of terror and politics <laughs> from slight manipulation, overt racism, and then just a statement that you are taking control. I will take what is mine with fire and blood. <laughs> this right here is the lesson of Star Wars. This is what it sounds like as democracy dies. <laughs> With three comedy speeches. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, Molly, you are going to get 500 points oh, as thank well. You. Thank you. So as we head toward our final round, I'm going to once again check in on our scores. Jeremy, high, high stakes, because you could talk about Darth Vader for a minute straight. I mean, I know it's you could. possible. Yes, you, I've heard yeah. you do it before. <laughs> Drunk and sober. I've heard it so many ways. <laughs> you could be talking for Kinley about Darth Vader uh, uh, at 600 points. Mm. You ain't got a little work to do. Yeah. Uh, Molly, you could be talking about Jar Jar Binks for Eric. You are doing pretty well. You're at 1,240 oh, points. Wait a second. Oh, yeah, I lost 340 points. You're at... <laughs> Math happens. You're at 940 points, That's Jeremy. Better. That is better, isn't it? All right. Jeremy really wants to talk about Darth Vader. Uh, so Jeremy's at 940 points. Uh, Molly at 1,240 points. Paul speaking for Layla about being mocked for Star Wars ignorance and being British. Paul is at 1,350 points. So the stakes could not be higher as we go into our final round. Our final round is called Lose It All. The goal here is to buzz in by making a Star Wars noise with your mouth and then answer the question in the most incorrect way. If you are incorrect, I will take away points. And the goal is to get down to zero. Oh. Whoever gets down to zero will win. Now you're wishing I hadn't added those 340 <laughs> points back. I <laughs> am. Does everyone understand? All the combatants ready? Yes. Mm. yes. Excellent. 
Here is your first question. Please just buzz in right away with the first thing that comes to your mind. Nice, incorrect answer. The first question is, what is Han Solo's last name? <laughs> Jeremy. Uh, it is Skywalker. That is incorrect. Oh. Does anyone have a more incorrect answer about Han Solo's last name? Molly. Ford. <laughs> <laughs> That is both more incorrect and more correct at the same time. Paul, do you have an incorrect answer? Paul simply does not have an incorrect answer, which is really quite incorrect. Yeah, that's like the worst answer you can give. But I am going to take 100 points away from Molly. That was quite good. All right, next question. In Return of the Jedi, Luke is surprised when the Emperor shoots what out of his hands? Molly? A dildo. (laughs) That is incorrect-ish? Yeah. My word. (laughs) Paul, with a non-Star Wars story? Oh, that's C-3PO. All right, all right, fair enough. Uh, I thought you were just being British. Uh, uh, So, what is your incorrect answer? Toothpaste. Toothpaste. Mm. So far, two great options for shooting out Palpatine's fingers, dildos and toothpaste. Uh, I'm going to say soothing aloe vera gel. (laughs) (laughs) It is the most incorrect, not the most disturbing, just to be clear. Uh, But I am going to dock 100 points from all of you because those were all good and incorrect. Yep, there we go. Everybody is losing points (laughs) like mad. Something visual happened that was funny, and I don't know what it is. That's great. Next question. What sound does a porg make? That's my. That's, that is not the answer. That is me. You, right. You've buzzed in. What is your incorrect answer? Oh, God, no. Don't eat my friend. It's very funny, but I don't know if it's incorrect. It seems emotionally true. That's the subtext of the noise the pork makes. Well, it's untranslated. It is untranslated. It's untranslated. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, Star Wars. They, you could have put that, you know, in a, in a subtitle <laughs> below, but they chose not to. So yeah. All right. It's very incorrect. Very good, Paul. Do you have something? We would like to join the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, little traitors. <laughs> so cute. Infiltrating the Falcon. Uh, Molly, would you want to buzz in? Oh, uh, yes. Okay. ring a ding 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 Everyone loses another 100 points because those were all quite good, and it makes the math easy. <laughs> all right, next question. When Admiral Akbar says, It's a trap, what is the trap he's referring to? <laughs> Molly. A tuna net. (laughs) We're really getting down to the emotional core of what these characters fear. Paul or Jeremy? Uh, Yeah, I was going to go similar. I was going to say a large bowl of melted butter. Can you, I'll, get, I'll deduct more points from you if you say it's a large bowl of melted butter in Admiral Akbar's voice. <laughs> it's a large bowl of melted butter! <laughs> Is the trap buying into the fallacy that individual heroic actions can turn the tide in war? <laughs> Those were all fabulous, but uh, Paul loses 300 points. Oh, yes. 
All right, so just to catch up, uh, Molly is down to 740 points. Uh, Paul is down to 850 points. Uh, and Jeremy has 1,140 points. This is really... What? Re- I know. <laughs> oh, I did the math wrong. Doesn't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I can't help but losing whether it's low or high score. <laughs> yep. Jeremy has 740 points. Molly has 1,140 uh, points. And Paul has 850 points. Uh, All right. So uh, keep, keep losing, Jeremy. You can do it. We've known each other for a long time. That's true. <laughs> Please fill in the blank of this quote from Qui-Gon Jinn. Without the midi-chlorians, we would have no knowledge of... Blank. No! <laughs> Molly. Evolution. <laughs> Does anyone else have an incorrect answer? Uh, Jeremy. Uh, the force, because really it, it, it didn't actually matter. Mm. You are saying the actual text itself is incorrect. Absolutely. <laughs> a bold approach. Paul, do you have an incorrect answer? Uh, that we were living in a science fictional rather than fantastical universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a space opera. <laughs> All right. I think I'm going to cut off the metatextual critique of Star Wars. <laughs> it's all very good. Uh, but Molly's going to lose uh, 300 points now. Oh. All right. Next question. What does Luke do to the Thala Siren on Octo? Hand? <laughs> <laughs> Molly? He dresses it in a fancy cape. <laughs> that is incorrect. Does he draw a face on it and pretend that it's his buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's entirely possible that happened and we didn't see it. Uh, Jeremy? Uh, he trains it in the ways of the Force. <laughs> that is incorrect, but I'm going to give the, the take the points away from Paul <laughs> for that beautiful loneliness. That gets uh, 400 points deducted. Paul is in the lead. He's losing the most at 450 <laughs> points right now. Next up, how does Boba Fett die? Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, very good. Molly, do you, uh, please do buzz in. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the Sarlacc. Uh, oh. uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Boba Fett dies of old age, regretting so many things. <laughs> Lies, deception. <laughs> An excellent buzz in. Oh, no, no, that's how he dies. <laughs> he dies of lies and deception. That's true. All right, Jeremy did a great buzz in and a great answer, so I'm going to deduct 300 points. He's down to 340 oh, points. Wow. Amazing. Next question. What one word does Kylo Ren shout at Finn in the forest on Starkiller Base? <laughs> Molly. Boobs! <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else have an incorrect answer? Jeremy. Well, actually... (laughs) Well, actually, the question was one word, so it's pretty good. It's one word. (laughs) Well, actually... (laughs) It's blurred together because he says it so often. (laughs) Well, actually... (laughs) (laughs) Paul. Is it cuck? Jeopardy, Paul. You can just answer. No, for the rest of this, you have to answer with what is cut. Maybe don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. All right. uh, Everybody loses another 100 points. 
Oh. Oh. Oh, I think I... I wouldn't want that to be my dying words. I really... I honestly thought you were buzzing in with a Star Wars noise. At least you still got the NHS, right? (laughs) (laughs) Things may have changed by the time I got home. Just a quick plane ride and a three-week wait away. (laughs) All right, two more questions in this final bonus round, so you've got to get rid of all your points. Uh, Next question. Why does Anakin dislike sand? Hello there. <laughs> uh, I believe Jeremy was first. Uh, it reminds him of that life is fleeting, like sands through the hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> These are the days of our clones. <laughs> also a soap opera spin-off pitch. That was excellent. Uh, any other incorrect answers, Molly? Uh, yes, because one time he had to fill a bunch of sandbags to help Grand Forks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really got confused over it. Was that a regional reference or a Star Wars character? I don't know. Grand Force. <laughs> it can be both. <laughs> Did you hear that Grand Forks got flooded? Weird. Uh, Paul. Well, because all of his young life he wanted to live somewhere more arboreal. <laughs> That's just kind. That's just kind and beautiful. All right, uh, I think Jeremy is going to lose the points there. He is going to lose another 100. So this has gotten really tight as we go to our final question. Jeremy, you have 190 points. Mm-hmm. Molly, you have 690 points. So close. Paul, you have 350 points. Here is the final question. Please answer incorrectly. I would like you to incorrectly hum the famous main theme of Star Wars... To lose extra points, add lyrics. Pew! Paul. Star Wars. It was beautiful. I felt lulled into safety by Star Wars. I thought I'd get it out of the way. Jeremy. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All I could picture was Kylo Ren running from Ray at super speed. A circle. And an old, an old man and a busty nurse are in there somewhere. <laughs> it's the Thalassiren, yeah. yes. <laughs> All right, Molly, do you have right, an incorrect yes, Star Wars uh, theme? This is Star, Star Wars. You know, it is just, it's too close for me to call personally. I don't feel I have that power, so I'm going to go to the audience and I'm going to have you applaud for who you felt deserved to lose the most points for their Star Wars theme. For Molly losing the most points. For Paul losing the most points. For Jeremy losing the most points on his own. A shocking victory. Jeremy has nothing. (laughs) 
Jeremy, you have won for your audience volunteer. This is so beautiful. Uh, audience volunteer, would you be willing to come up here on stage? Yeah. All right, come on up. They are into it. All right, Jeremy, if you could, uh, go ahead and uh, uh, stand up. Take your microphone with you. Uh, and I would like to construct a little picture here. Yes, yes, perfect, beautiful. Uh, if you wouldn't mind standing up, would you okay. mind standing up? Uh, and Jeremy, uh, come a little closer to me, come, so you're nice and close. And now if you could rotate and stare directly into our kind <laughs> audience volunteer's eyes. Uh, yep, yep, exactly. Just make sweet, sweet eye contact. <laughs> Do not break eye contact for the minute that this is going to take. It makes it better. <laughs> Are you both ready? All right, Jeremy, speak for a minute straight about Darth Vader. Do not stop. Begin. In November of 2006, I attended Joseph Scrimshaw's wedding. Afterwards, we went to see, my wife and I, my future wife and I, went to see a movie called Casino Royale. Out of the water walks a Daniel Craig in very small shorts. Now, she crushed my hand. <laughs> crushed my hand. Because that is the... That is the man that I have to exemplify. That is the man that I have to go for. No, that's not true, though. As she has said on numerous occasions, her first boyfriend was Darth Vader. <laughs> she was in love with Darth Vader, so I have to compete with James Bond and Darth Vader. She got a Darth Vader tattoo on the upper sleeve of her arm. And it is just so... I can't compete with a Dark Lord of the Sith. I can't compete with little Anakin Skywalker, who the little moppet that grew up and had such potential, but just fell, fell to the dark side, the dark side of the force that is, and became a man, a man that is played by multiple men. <laughs> the same film. Sometimes there's a man that plays his voice, there's a man that plays his body, there's a man that plays his soul. <laughs> now the problem with that is it's the it, it, it's the dichotomy of men. It is it is Freud. It's not Freud. I don't know what I'm talking about. But the point is, Darth Vader is the ultimate in manlyhood. And stop. <laughs> A round of applause for our wonderful audience volunteers. Thank you very much, Kinley. That was a minute and a half, but I couldn't let you stop. <laughs> I, just, I just can't uh, ever forget that uh, we got to go to see James Bond on the day of your wedding, and you had to do wedding stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then in the next day, we all went. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.